Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. The human spirit is now rising in the world, awakening to the nature of the situation on the phenomenal plane. And thus the ruling elite are in a panic mode and they recognize that they cannot prevent the tide from turning against them and from there being mass arrests for genocide and other crimes against humanity. And because of this, they have to divert attention very quickly. And since they cannot prevent their own populations from rising against them in the West, they will use Russian missiles to do it for them and Chinese weapons of mass destruction. And it's for this reason for playing this last card that they have built massive underground cities with stockpiles of food and they are beginning to move into this next phase in which there will be massive destruction by other means than is currently happening. And this acceleration of events will have many implications because when the war goes kinetic, it will happen in space, under water, under the ground, and it will destroy everything in most parts of the world. And because the war will take place in cyberspace as well, it will cut communications and it will disrupt every system and it will stop the import of fuel and food and other supplies. So the reverberations and effects of this will strike everywhere. And we must be prepared spiritually and psychologically as well as in terms of our physical preparations. The world is made of vibrational frequencies 
It's the pattern of those vibrations that determine form, that determine structure, that determine mass, that determine the flow of energy and connectivity. Because every apparently separate thing is simply a manifestation of the same vibrational energy. That energy exists at different levels and of different qualities from the spiritual to the psychological to the pranic to the electromagnetic and to the sonic all of these different forms of vibration are having effects on the world but the most important effect comes from the vibration of pure spirit and it is that that will morph the way that the world appears, not radioactivity and not the vibrations of EMFs. It will be the vibrations of pure spirit that prevail and that determine the conditions of life. And if we are attuned to that vibration that is immune to the effects of the lower levels of vibrations, there will be safety. But if we fall into identification with matter, then our consciousness will be affected by the material level of vibrational frequency. So it is very important now to establish the consciousness in that state that is transcendent of all of the lower vibrational fields. This was studied in the Virashaiva wisdom school that was developed around the 12th century in India around the same time as St. Francis in the West and Dogen Zenji in Japan and other great uh, beings who recognized the importance of the shift of vibrational frequency. Their wisdom school uh, came up with a, uh, a scripture to describe the transformation of frequencies. They call it the Shunya Sampadane. I think I've read from this before, yes? Was it? must have been some years ago. You don't seem to be remembering it. But in any case, it's a, a very important scripture. They refer to Shiva as Shunya. And uh, they, uh, they carry a, a small lingam in a box and a necklace because the idea is you shouldn't go to a Shiva temple. Your body should be a Shiva temple. And this lingam is symbolic of the vibrational repre of the, uh, representation of the vibrational frequency of the presence of Shiva in your heart. And if your body is vibrating with that frequency, it will have a protective energy field around it. But it has to be remembered. It has to be uh, an object of devotion not the physical talisman that they are carrying, but what it symbolizes. 
so that the one carrying it remembers always to abide in the heart and vibrate at that level of, of perfection of divine presence that creates a mandala of energy around one that contours the space of the umwelt, of the world around one's environment that produces certain synchronicities that would otherwise not be able to occur. It's this divine frequency that is the key to moving through this final phase of Kali Yuga with uh, immunity and with the capacity to uh, enable others to be protected by that energy field if there is enough of a grid of unified consciousness that can produce an entire dome of divine energy around a community. So this is the project that we must complete very rapidly. They talk about the various stages of development of one's vibrational frequency that begins at the lowest stages or stalas as they are called uh, with, uh, uh, let's see, the, I think the first one they call is the uh, linga dharana stala. And then they go to the bhakta stala where the devotion becomes intense. <coughs> and then the maheshvara stala where the, the supreme consciousness is able to be uh, uh, truly connected with while one is in one's daily consciousness. And then the pranalinga stala, where one's entire body is vibrating as the lingam. And then they, they reach uh, the level of the sharana stala, and I'll read a little bit from that one. Experiencing of pure delight as a result of deep and continued meditation is the main feature of this stala. Uh, there will be intermittent flashes and streams of some sensations, but they will be replaced now by the self seeing its own form shining in divine splendor. There will be no more concern for the workaday world. The illusion of, of personal will is burnt. Awareness of the body is forgotten and all external phenomena have crumbled out of one's consciousness. And all this is replaced by a total serenity. So a vibration of absolute peace is sustained in whatever circumstances. Where the conditioned or unconditioned mind stops, there the stillness reigns. Where consciousness of being oneself as an individual reaches an end, there ecstasy and ananda dwell, and one beholds the light of the inner linga as a resplendent blaze. So they go more into the unification of the two levels of knowledge, of the phenomenal plane, knowledge 
of, the, of what's happening in the world and the supreme knowledge and the integration of those two takes place. But then at the next phase, the uh, ekyastala, where ekya means the unification, here the self is absorbed in the intense and focused meditation on the transcendent, passing over the limits of mind and entering fully into the ecstatic state. The superconsciousness is completely devoid of any psychic residue or mental deposits. All right, this is very key. There must be no deposits of mentation, mental chatter that still arise. The purification in this phase must be complete so that the vibrational frequency remains stable Otherwise, it will, be, it will collapse at times and then negative energies can enter. So, the supreme state is not conscious of anything in the world. Everything happens perfectly, but the consciousness does not deviate into the world anymore. All of that happens spontaneously by itself, but the consciousness remains self-contained. To attain it, one has to focus on nothing but the contemplation of the self, which is shunya. Somewhat of a lower type is where there is some retention of self-volition when absorbed in the superconscious state. So there's a lower level to this and a higher level. If there's any sense of volition, in other words, effort, required to stay in this state, then the vibrational frequency will not be perfectly established. But you must start by making effort and then it becomes effortless. So one of the vachanas, which are one of the, the talks or discourses, describes this uh, ekyasthala in this way. The one who, having known the real, the supreme reality, is past all care, all right? So you can measure how close you are to how many cares you have, how many worries, how many concerns about the world. When you reach this state, all care must have ended or you won't be in that vibrational frequency. Once the truth is known and realized, experienced, experienced, there is no change in your state. No worry, anxiety, or concern. There is only calm vision and tranquility. So your tranquility must never be interrupted by anything, external or internal. Second, you become the real hero, the vanquisher of death. One has become immortal in the sense that the consciousness is beyond the chain of cause and effect and beyond the cycle of birth and death. You become the glorious embodiment of the Most High. The glorious one has the direct vision of the Supreme. It perceives the soul in all beings to be its own. It is the vision of the self in all and all in the self. 
the blessed who has attained the bliss. Consequent to the transformation of the human nature into the divine nature, the blessed one has attained the state of final blissful consciousness. The perfect one who inhabits the void, here is where the shunyata comes in. Perfection is attained and the perfect one is shunya. It is this totality of emptiness of all that is phenomenal, of all that is not the self, all that is not the supreme real has been attained. That is the meaning of perfection. Okay. The incarnation, self-begot, who has attained the perfect poise, the spontaneous one is the supernal conscious being with perfect composure. Nothing will ever disturb you in that state. Nothing will ever create any vibrational frequency that deviates from that supreme peace. So this is the state we must achieve now very quickly to establish a protective energy field around the ashram. And this is something each one of us must be responsible for. We must take full responsibility and not say, oh, they're not doing it yet, why should I? Each one must go first. Each one must recognize that there are no obstacles except your own attachment to the ego and its petty concerns. And none of that will matter soon. But you have to have established the real self as your vibrational frequency before you recognize that indeed this is the end, that the body will soon die, the world is over, there is no more going back to some normal life, there is nothing to hold on to in the phenomenal plane. Only the supreme reality, the singularity will abide. But if you are not in that vibrational frequency before this final conflagration hits, then the anxiety of the ego, the traces of those mental deposits will prevent you from ascending and reaching liberation. So now is the moment to take advantage of the relative peace that we still have before the backlash of events of this final phase of chaos ensues and use it to attain your real self and the vibrational frequency that will provide continuity of self-government through the transition from the singularity into the next vibrational mandala, which will be Sat Yuga. But that mandala of consciousness can only be created when the only ones left within the plane of full consciousness are those who are vibrating at that level of perfection. It is that vibrational frequency that creates the new world. It must be strong, it must be unified, and it must be omnicentric.
So I hope you understand and that you are on board to be fully an avatar of Shiva and no longer deviate into any mental egoic consciousness. This is our duty, our sacred task, our responsibility, our privilege, our grace, and our opportunity for liberation. May you all have the courage and the wisdom and the perseverance to achieve God-realization and establish that as the vibrational frequency of this ashram so that the world will have an anchor in the presence of God that will offer protection to all who attune to it. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.